Hello out there, my friends. It is I, Hondo Onaka. Now you know what to do. You must tune in to my favorite podcast, The Five-ish Fangirls. Otherwise, there could be consequences. The Edges of Screen continue all the way to episode 417 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. And... DJ Nick, we love you, but you're on the naughty list at the moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like we do with the ritual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Hi. See, Brittany thought she was going to get lucky. Yeah. (laughs) And she was going to have to go out of town for work. And then plans change. (laughs) And now she's suffering with the rest of us. Yes. (laughs) I just want to point out something really quick before we get started. I gave the other team, we gave the other team Problem Child 2, which is a terrible movie. And that's why that's why it was it was given as the forfeit for the pie, not really the loss. Mm-hmm. It ain't barbed wire, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Although for what I know of Problem Child 2, I think I'd still rather watch this because there's significant less bodily fluids so uh depending I, on I which thought, version you watch there's an unrated yeah. version too well that's true oh i didn't know about the unrated version <laughs> that was the that no, was the, that's the physical copy i had that adds about like 15 extra minutes so oh yeah i was say that's the version i got too unrated <laughs> okay oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But well anyway, okay we'll get to we that have news and, mm-hmm. yeah we'll get to that we have news yeah. and such before we Good, good. Let's start with the good stuff first. Uh, so, <laughs> the news. <laughs> yeah. So, first you will, never, up, you will never say that sentence again. The news <laughs> is the good stuff. Yes. Uh, the, uh, we've got uh, this year's list of uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Hmm. So, and the fact that some of these people are eligible makes me feel really old. Uh, <laughs> some of them, they've been eligible for a very long time. I'm looking at you, Willie Nelson. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But uh, Kate Bush, who uh, has had a, a nice uh, resurgence take the Stranger Things. things. <laughs> uh, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when she was Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. George Michael. Yep. Which, unfortunately, this is a posthumous induct an in- induction, but whatever. Uh, Willie Nelson, uh, Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> and the Spinners. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I see what you mean. Some of those definitely make me feel old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are those are all the performers, uh, and then your musical influence award. Obviously, the first guy's a DJ, 
I don't know who the second person is. Um, and then the Musical Excellence Award, Shaka Khan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who Al Cooper is. And Bernie Toppin! Yeah. <laughs> um, Al Cooper, if it's the one I'm thinking of, he's a percussionist. Ah. He's the, he. if you've ever seen Elton John, he's usually the bald guy with the glasses. Oh, okay. Behind, swinging the tambourine and doing bongos and that. I think that's that that that's Al Cooper. I could okay. be wrong though, but that's who I'm thinking yeah. it is. If memory serves, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Good fool <of> me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that that's uh, uh, I mean, we all know Bernie Toppin. Yes. is in yes. the Songwriter Hall of Fame. Uh, as we've talked about him and his relationship with Elton John, but that's cool that he's getting inducted on his own, you know, because you know, he's Bernie Toppin. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yep. So That's cool. Still waiting at Weird Al. Yep. Not even making it on the, uh, the fan vote list uh, yet, so... Well, so waiting for a lot of people to get oh injected that head. Well, and, and, right apparently the the fan vote, like, even if you like come out top on the fan vote, it doesn't. It still doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get in. Exactly. It just gives more weight. Yep. To the people that actually make the official decision. Mm-hmm. So, because like Cindy Lauper got high right. up there on the fan vote, oh, yeah. but she didn't get uh-huh. in. Because no. I have a friend who's a huge Cindy Lauper fan, and he was like, "She'll get hers." You know, eventually, the fact that she's getting even shortlisted is a, a good sign. Right. You know, the fact that Weird Al's not even getting shortlisted yet <laughs> is... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That, that th- This whole thing with the Rock Hall and how they pick, I mean, this is a whole other, this could be a whole podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Episode discussion. Oh, sure. Trust me, I have a great big, huge soapbox. <laughs> for this yeah <laughs> i i have a bunch of exhibit a list people who should be in by now but are not yeah <laughs> well pencil we'll pencil that one in and say holly you have the floor yeah, <laughs> yeah. take them to task mm-hmm. yeah if holly ever had the keys to the caddy uh <laughs> yeah. there'd be quite a few getting in <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll write a strongly worded letter to the people at the city of Cleveland saying, Dear Cleveland, yes, we would like to request a field trip. (laughs) Pretty please and thank you. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, there's that. Oh. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of like the cubbies maybe next year mm-hmm. um, yeah. uh pretty much the rest of our news is doctor who related because as we're getting closer and closer to the 60th uh the hubbablu uh, the excitement is building so mm-hmm. uh we finally and- have a release date for the magic the gathering doctor who sets yeah saw that and was like Interesting. Yeah. Oh. Um, there's going to be four commander decks. Um, and uh, the there's going to be the timey wimey, <laughs> masters of evil, 
Blast from the Past, and Paradox Power, along with bundles and booster packs, because it's a card game. It's a deck-building game. So mm-hmm. uh, the set debuts on October 3rd, um, and then... Uh, those sets debut on October 3rd, and then everything will launch globally on October 13th. So the Timey Wimey deck <laughs> um, is the New Who era. So it's a 100-card deck, which is going to feature Christopher Eccleston's Doctor, David Tennant's Doctor, and Matt Smith's Doctors and their companions. Um, uh and then uh, the Paradox Power deck is going to have Peter Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker's doctors and presumably companions. Uh, no word yet on whether our upcoming 15th doctor may make an appearance. Um, the Masters of Evil deck, of course, you can probably assume that's going to be your villains, your Daleks, uh-huh. your Cybermen, Missy. I'm sure the other incarnations of the master as well. And then Blast from the Past is going to be your classic Who era, which is Doctors 1 through 8. Nice. So that is exciting. I, so. I had to get back into magic. I haven't played that. Yeah, I know. It's like here. Chauncey tried to Chauncey tried to get me when we first got together, and like I kind of got into it but not enough because yeah. i was just I like played eh, that since you know, elementary school i was like yeah i was like this is this is a this is the thing it's like I, I i still have my cards and my mat they're in the closet and storage in a bin um but uh <laughs> i just i never re- i never yeah. really could get it really could get into it but you know, it's kind of like with everything else like when i go to gen con like get create a game around a property that i recognize and love and i'm way more likely to play it mm-hmm. <laughs> so. yeah just a friendly word of warning if you order these and somehow they get shipped to your house like a week or two early don't post <laughs> about it on youtube because then nope. they'll send nope. the pinkergens after you yes i yep. kid you i kid you not watsy nope. Watsy, good old Watsy. Watsy and Hatsburg. Watsy gonna Watsy. Yep. And the Google Magic the Gathering, Pinkertons, and Wizards of the Coast, and you will probably find what happened to this poor YouTuber. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Multiple YouTubers. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, that too. I just just know about the most recent one. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Like, seriously, man? But Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, and I never got into magic, but I I do I do like you know some good card art. So mm-hmm. let me look into this. Yep. Oh. Um, and then also to fill your your shelves, uh, we have uh the uh target novelizations that are going to be released this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so including a look at the cover art. So um, we are getting novelizations for Planet of the Ood, Kerblam, Waters of Mars, the Zygon Invasion. Interesting that they're not doing both the Invasion and Inversion. Right. And Warriors... Maybe they're doing... 
Maybe they're doing both and they're just calling it the in- Saigon Invasion. Invasion? Yeah, but that would make sense, though. <laughs> Is it supposed to well, match the... It, it wouldn't make sense to just novelize part of the story. Unless they're going to really know. see the inversion later. Yeah, that's possible. Oh. So. Anyway, and then... Continue. Yeah, and then the Warrior's Gate and beyond so got a little extra with the warrior's gate obviously um you know we're familiar with that fourth doctor story but uh while the others are really just going to be novelizations of those tv episodes and warrior's gate is as well um but it's also going to include two short stories one of which is exclusive to the target novelization so the Warriors Gate and Beyond is going to be just a little extra. Well, there you go. Yeah, but you can. So if, uh, if your if your to be read pile is getting a bit low, first of all, teach me your ways. Second of all, yeah. here's some, yes, here's some exactly. more reading material to add to that. Yeah, and according to the link. On the Doctor Who website, they are they are available for pre-order through Amazon and probably you know check your local bookshop, but they are not due out till July. Pencil um, time to save it, in budget too. Yeah. And it also <laughs> said four of the titles are also going to be released as audiobooks on Audible. Oh, Ooh. Cool. Nice. Well, I have requested audible credits for my birthday so <laughs> perhaps i just want to stockpile them because there's always stuff i want mm-hmm. i have <laughs> 10 <laughs> yeah, i saw your posting i saw your posting yeah. in the neighborhood where you're like <laughs> need ideas like, you, know, <laughs> you could get yeah really almost could get caught up with the dresden files with just the backup of credits that you have <laughs> so yes you actually could uh so there is that um and then doctor who has announced another guest star (laughs) Uh, this is very very exciting because we already know neil patrick harris and jinx monsoon are you know gonna be on the show um but they have uh, signed Jonathan Groff <laughs> to a yet-to-be-identified oh. role. <laughs> Other than it's just saying in a key role, which, considering he is best known as a, a you know a, 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 a singer, you know that is is key is that a is it a musical pun potentially so now, and this is remember, Russell T. Davies we're talking this, about here too so what whatever I, I mean really it does not matter who he's playing all I know is if he doesn't sing in the episode he's in then they've seriously are underutilizing signing somebody like Jonathan Croft to the show. Right. <laughs> remember I mean, how Back at, during the 50th anniversary, um, they announced we made a casting announcement, and then the big the big news was David Tennant and Matt Smith, and oh by the way, John Hurt's going to be in it too. 
mm-hmm. everyone's losing their crap over David Tennant and Matt Smith. And then we find out what, you know, who uh, John Hurt was playing. Mm-hmm. And then that was like a big blot. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is that kind of situation. I don't know. I don't know if they necessarily. Just, okay, maybe not necessarily. Try to do the same thing twice. Saying, okay, that what I meant was like, it's probably a bigger deal mm-hmm. than we think is, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it probably is. Yes. So. Because, like I said, you don't you don't hire someone of Jonathan Groff's mm-hmm. caliber and just have him be like you know random. Uh, at least you would think you wouldn't hire somebody of that caliber and notoriety and talent and not have and not underutilize them. But then again, they also screwed the pooch with Stephen Fry. That so, and Kylie Minogue. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she was on and. She didn't sing. <laughs> well, yeah, but she's she's not like I mean, she's a pop star. True. So that's a little different. Right. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm just but you're right. Yeah. Stephen Fry, he deserved a little bit longer. Oh yeah. He, yeah. yeah, Stephen mm-hmm. Fry deserved a whole lot more. Um mm-hmm. yeah, but you but someone like Jonathan Groff, you don't hire and not have him sing in some capacity. So um which actually I was ta- I was talking yeah. about this um Friday night because I went to a friend of the show, KJ. Uh her uh they were celebrating the first anniversary of her show. Um and so uh I was at that and uh Brandon Peters, also friend of the show, of the Brandon Peters show, uh was there and we were talking about this and and he said that uh, that there's been rumors of a musical episode for apparently quite a while. Hmm. Well, so this might be this might be time for that. Might be. It might be. So, guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll maybe get John Barrowman to come back? Not yeah. tell us. <laughs> <sighs> Very possible. Very possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. It's. I mean, da- David Tennant and Catherine Tate made a made a a valiant effort in um the ballad of of Russell and Julie, but uh, yes, yeah, the mm-hmm. singing best left to the, the professionals. The professionals. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. But anyway, that's exciting as we get closer and closer to, to November. Um, you know, we're going to get more and more stuff coming out yes. from the BBC and all that. So it's exciting. And we don't have to worry about a writer's strike on the other side of the pond. Yeah. Finger <laughs> every body part that's crossable crossed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that we're begrudging the no, WGA no, no. here. They're, they're, nope. they're absolutely within their right. Yes. So. Understandable with them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it sucks that that means things like, uh, you know, season five of Stranger Things and the Blade MCU movie are now being forced to be delayed. But, you know, it's it's a small price for us, us 
peons to pay. Yep. So in the meantime, watch more YouTube. Yeah. Because yep. there's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Or you know, get on that to read list that you've been ignoring. Yes. Been ignoring. True. <laughs> so. Ah, so there is that. But uh also speaking of Doctor Who in your feeds, the latest episode of Next Stop Everywhere, Doctor Who podcast. Yep. They made an appearance discussing <laughs> a big finish audio that may sound very familiar. Mm-hmm. Trials of Alliard. Yep. <laughs> Twist like my arm. That like I had you. that I had to talk about this particular audio. You uh, don't know how it. close I was to before I sent the my feedback. By yeah. Putting Rachel with a question mark behind it. I should have. You should have. Because <laughs> I just like I had an inkling. I was just like, ooh, carrot dangle. Is she going mm-hmm. to be on? <laughs> twist my arm uh, yeah exactly <laughs> charles is like thank you so much for coming on i'm like it's a six doctor story uh-huh. what am i gonna like <laughs> and unless i just had a really you know conflict or something that caused me to not be able to, to be on the show <laughs> to be there to talk six doctor mm-hmm. you're like like i'll be there be there with bells on mm-hmm. did somebody call my name <laughs> mm-hmm. Did somebody say carrot juice? I'm there. Uh-huh. Uh, so there is that. Um, and then in the Patreon feeds, uh, we have this month's gold standard Patreon uh, requested episode with said patron as guest, Shalane, joined us to talk about Breakfast at Tiffany's, the movie, not the oh. song. <laughs> <laughs> though the song was inspired by the movie yes. for all of us 90s kids uh-huh so that was that's exciting yep so that is really what we've got in the way of news we do have feedback speaking of shalane she says, hey, I'm excited for this movie. Wish. I hope it's good. And we get, uh, and we got Chris Pine. And he looks like he's going to play a villain in this movie. Possibly. I'm counting the days for this movie and still on my celebration for 100 years of Disney this month in time to watch the Disney Renaissance, which is a very good era. Now, going back to Iron Man, I started to be an Iron Man fan since my friend got me into the avengers and she was iron man for halloween it was my senior year of high school and yeah the third iron man was coming out around that time now i listened to the five <laughs> i said now that i listened to the five-ish fangirls podcast i'm letting you rachel be the iron man fan why thank you <laughs> ant-man is my top favorite MC- mcu favorite because before Ant-Man, I was trying to decide who was my favorite MCU character. There was so much to choose. And then Ant-Man came out and then I decided to choose Ant-Man. Along with Doctor Strange and Hawkeye. After Loki, Winter Soldier, and Spider-Man. And the list goes on and gets changed a lot. <laughs> it's because they keep outing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. 
it's a first world problem. <laughs> I I do like Doctor Strange too. So, and yeah, he's still alive. Keep, so, I got that going for me. Spreadsheet updated. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean it. It doesn't. It does. You can have your favorite, but it doesn't help when they're dead. That's true too. <laughs> so. Like, yeah, I love this person, but I'm never going to see them again because they're dead in universe. So, again, first world problems. Uh, since I've been listening to your girls' podcast, I've calculated all the MCU movies girls have talked about. Uh, we've done it from Avengers to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania next up Guardians Volume 3. I guess yours probably didn't talk about Thor, Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, uh, am I correct because I didn't start listening to your girl's podcast until about 2015, I think, because I was studying the MCU movies and studying in school. Well, we when we started, the first oh. Guardians was like, like the newest yeah. MCU movie. And right. we didn't we... dedicate an mm -hmm. episode to that. I just gave a best <laughs> recap as I could without spoiling anything. And I didn't. I know I probably did a very terrible job. Uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't start till 2014, and those other movies came out like, well, the first Avengers was 2012. So, yeah. right. I think it was that. I think was our first one Ultron? Maybe. Uh, I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, because we have not. Yeah, we didn't start dedicating actual episodes to MCU movies for a while, I think. We'll we'll look that up and get back to you. Yeah. So we're we're kind of retroactively having to go back <laughs> and, and, and yeah. do some of them. So uh cuz you know by fun. the time we by the time we started the the MCU was what 5 6 years old. So there was a lot that a lot going that. on there. Yeah. There was there was already a lot and now it's like geez. Yeah. Like somebody I, I've seen that somebody had put together like um like a list of the Marvel movies in order of their opening weekend because they were like seeing where Guardians 3, what their opening weekend where it ranks. It was somewhere in the middle. But I was uh -huh. just looking at the list and I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so well, many from movies. what I can find by doing a search for MCU on our webpage, looks like it was episode 43 with Age of Ultron. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but we did start talking about Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. though, when it started. So right, correct. Yes. Yeah. And Agent Carter. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, that was a thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, it uh it, it took us a bit, so well, you know, when we first started out, it was like we're still figuring out our format and how we wanted to yeah. how we wanted to do things, and it was very yeah. much a by the seat of your pants. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, and we also had no idea what the you know, what the MCU was going to become because at the time we were like, That's oh yeah, you know, a bunch of movies and then a, you know, Agent Shield and then Agent Carter. So, it wasn't 
yeah it was nearly as extensive as it is now so yes i have to schedule schedule yeah. time for yourself yeah yeah so um it says uh it's a fun fact it's 15 years of iron man and 15 years uh since the indiana jones movie that nobody likes <laughs> yeah oh that was and, a weird time yeah it was that was not chauncey and i's first date but it was our first movie date <laughs> was indiana jones kingdom the crystal skull so. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. Uh so we're getting we're getting another Indiana Jones and hopefully it's good. Me too. Uh, -huh. uh it also doesn't feel that long since we got Infinity War. I know. Uh -huh. That's because we had that pandemic thing that happened. <laughs> I know, like people that talk suddenly about... makes everything feel like it was a million years ago. Uh -huh. Pretty much. <laughs> You know, what's funny is we're now in that year. We're in 2023, which is when... Which is years. the year that Endgame ends. Yep. Mm -hmm. But now the MCU is a couple years ahead of, ahead of where we are now because they're in like yeah. 2025. So we've caught up with Endgame, but now the MCU is slightly ahead of us, but not as far ahead of us as they were <laughs> before. Yeah. So. Well, and with all the the multiverse and time travel and whatever else is involved, I think we're going to even out at some point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most likely. Yep. But here we are. Yep. Uh, oh, and she says, uh, I, she says, I think I figured it all out. Um, uh, they released Iron Man 3 in 2013 because it was a fifth five I can speak five year anniversary of the MCU. Infinity War was 2018, which is 10 years of the MCU. And games take takes place five years later after Infinity War, so 15 years of the MCU, just like we we're talking about. Um this is like the same thing I figured out with Harry Potter. First Harry Potter movie released in 2001, 10 years and 10 years. Uh, when Harry Potter went to Hogwarts 10 years later in 2011, the last Harry Potter movie was released. Yeah, because the in-universe timeline of Harry Potter is not nearly as matched up as, as the Disney <laughs> MCU because it's like the last book was released in 2007, but it was... Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah it's all it's it's a little messy so because like it was just recently in the last few years was when 19 years later the epilogue mm -hmm. occurred so yeah yeah pretty yeah. much um yeah. yeah i was listening to an audiobook recently and i was like kind of realizing that that this because it's you know supposedly set in our world but they don't pin down a specific year and it's like that's probably a good idea just so you're not like oh I say it's on I see it I say it's this year but then you have to write something that has to contradict mm -hmm. what it really is and it's like just kind of keep it vague mm -hmm. 
like no 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 reason to no reason to pigeonhole yourself into yeah certain dates and times if you can help it yeah just an opinion yeah this is why i'm not a writer uh (laughs) oh believe uh, me like jared jared having to write about you know distances in space and where did i where did i say this place was in relation to this other place and having to calculate all that out i'm just like that just seems like yeah world building is fun Mm -hmm. we promise Mm -hmm. uh she says that roller coaster with the tower at a local theme park in utah is called cannibal cannibal thank you (laughs) there is there is a cliffhanger but i was like no that's that's not yeah uh, but then she said a, a quick follow-up saying one thing I forgot to mention about the MCU is the TV series that you girls have talked about, which we kind of touched upon a little here. Um, I said, I didn't jump on the bandwagon of the MCU until the first Avengers also. So, yeah. Not all of us were there from the very first I Am Iron Man. But oh. better late to the party than never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just, you discover you discover a franchise once it's kind of geared up a little bit so no mm-hmm. shame in that. nope like like you know i mean discovering doctor who when the it turned 49 uh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so you find it when you find mm-hmm. it yeah <laughs> exactly and have fun playing ketchup yep <laughs> That can that can be a fun, uh, fun part of the adventure. I mean, I've I've um, <laughs> I've heard of I've heard of you know teenagers that come into the library now who are like, you know, I just discovered this show called called Full House <laughs> from back in the nineties. <laughs> you have any of those? And I'm like, uh, I could probably find you the dvd or something like i watched that first run uh-huh or the, or the other the other one that somebody came in was like boy meets world they're like that was a show that wasn't just a because i guess they watched girl meets world and they didn't mm-hmm. realize that it was a continuation of something else and i'm like mm-hmm. oh yep. boy oh it's like oh a whole a whole new world of television is about to open for you my child yeah this no, is kind here. of like how i met your mother but not how i met your mother <laughs> yeah no Pretty no much, yeah. you want to you want to feel old it's a little small tangent here so i was on tiktok the other day and they ended up quote unquote apologizing for it but uh you know how like yeah, some some tv shows they have their own official tiktok and they'll put up like clips and stuff uh like doctor who's on there i think um and you know some others just tiktok's the the hip thing at the moment so that's where that's where everybody's putting their stuff so antiques roadshow put Uh-oh. up a clip of a of a of a woman who brought in her set of pokemon cards to get appraised hmm <laughs> Oh, because wow. they are now old enough. 
Wow. Oh, oh boy. So I think qualify somebody for antiques roadshow. Oh my god. I think I saw I think I saw a similar thing um on the Pawn Stars YouTube channel. Mm. And the guy, the kid who is like, I've got these, it's like a shiny Charizard. Look, I, you're going to sell this. And the guy is like, look, I don't know anything about Pokemon. I don't really know how much these are worth. And he like mm -hmm. brings in this other guy who's like, oh yeah, and this and this and this and this. And the guy's like, I have no idea what's even going on. Best I can do is, you know, whatever he said. And the kid was mm -hmm. really, I say kid, he's like just younger than me, probably. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, uh, it's like, hello, I need to call, I need to apply for AARP, apparently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what the crap? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, I, and like, my dad had found a clip too, and he's like, are these, like, are Pokemon cards, like, are they really valuable? I'm like, well, some of them are, probably. I don't know, yeah. I was like, I had no idea. I thought it was just a dumb little game for kids. I was like, <laughs> so I have to explain it to my dad, while at the same time, <laughs> guy is trying to sell his Pokemon cards <laughs> on Spawn Stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that was the, that was the thing with this with this girl on, yeah. on Antiques Roadshow because hers her set was an OG set from like when they were very right. first released here in the United States. Right. Yeah. Thirty something like, years ago, and her mom just went and bought like the entire set for her so she had a complete wow. set so wow <laughs> yeah that would be worth something i don't know if yeah. anyone on antiques roadshow would know it but you have to go into like a you know whoever buys you know game yeah well game i mean they 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 they've got uh you know experts for like pop culture because yeah. I've seen, like, you know, like, uh, you know, people bring in, like, celebrity autographs or, yeah. you know, movie memorabilia or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But it's just the fact that the stuff that we played with with kids mm -hmm. is some of it's now old enough that it could qualify for Antiques Roadshow. Just so we could be really old Antiques Roadshow even <laughs> apologize on TikTok. And they're like, it's, you know, that's just the way life is. Life goes on. Sorry. It does. <laughs> So. it does <laughs> yes it does and then you want to like go back in time and like mom don't throw those away Wait. yeah really <laughs> or i used to have bindles don't put those in the spokes of the bike to make the clicky noises mm -hmm. that too. it's like just go get some just go get some playing cards those are those are a dime a dozen mm -hmm. at walmart right you mm -hmm. can use bookmarks they're yeah. literally called bicycle but for a reason yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. In fact, I, I, I have a I have a binder full of Pokemon cards. I'm gonna have to look through there and see what all I have. And I don't know that I'd actually want to sell them, but it would be interesting to know like what they're mm -hmm. worth. Mm -hmm. Oh my. So okay, I guess we right. stalled enough. Yeah, yeah, well, we still have more feedback. We have feedback oh, from Aaron. Okay. So. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Us here. Sorry, so, yeah. Sorry, Aaron, but some of sure. Shalane sometimes manages to make us feel really old with her feedback. Not that we are complaining, just it's a generational she, thing. She, so, and it, yeah, it's like she's 
she's younger than me by 10 years. So I'm like, yes, I know you're so much younger than me. But then she says something that's like, yeah, you're really younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you sweet summer child. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. anyway, back to Aaron. I'm so sorry, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. How are you doing? Yeah. Hey, Aaron. Aaron says, uh, subject line on his email was, is it better to be feared or respected? Is it too much to ask for both? Hello, my five-ish hosts. 2008 was a great year for comic book movies. I have to put on my nerd glasses and correct you on one thing. The Dark Knight was not the first Batman movie since Batman and Robin. Batman Begins holds that honor. Yeah, just yes, everyone I kind realize, of I forgets I about Batman Begins because yeah. The Dark Knight I, was so I, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I realize I had misspoke. I should have said that Batman Begins kind of had a slow start because of the residual reputation of batman and robin yeah so not a ton of people saw it in theaters i know i didn't see it in theaters i didn't see it till like somebody one of our i was in college at the time and one of our neighbors um got the dvd and i was and said hey come watch this this is actually a really good movie and i was like oh yeah it actually is batman isn't this easy little thing so yes i i misspoke so i apologize for that i'm pretty sure i saw the dark knight without seeing batman begins because it's like i know batman's origin story yeah and i i didn't know about like raza ghoul and all that but i didn't really care because it's like at the end of the day he ends up wearing a rubber suit and calls himself batman so pretty much yeah but i yeah (laughs) but I, i i didn't see batman begins in theaters i saw it somebody had it on video and i watched it at their house and then i saw did I see Dark Knight? No, I can't remember. Anyway, but yes, you were right. Yep. Anyway, continue. Yep. While I was eagerly awaiting the Dark Knight, I saw this little movie based on Iron Man uh, was coming out and decided to see it. I don't remember there being a whole lot of hype around it other than it being the return of Robert Downey Jr. I still think it's one of the best of Marvel's uh, Marvel's slate. It was simplistic, relying on the strange assortment of casting choices that worked better than I think anyone was expecting. Watching the Nick Fury stinger, I thought it could lead somewhere interesting. But it wasn't until a month later, while watching the underappreciated The Incredible Hulk and seeing Tony Stark show up for, for a scene, that it really hit me just how great this shared universe could be. Side note, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was fantastic. I still think the first is best, but I love the third much more than the second. Take care, Aaron. Yes, I have seen Guardians 3, and Ohalia has yep. seen Guardians 3. Yep. We will be getting to Guardians 3 in a couple weeks. We're just going to give people enough time to go see it. Um, it is good. It is also yep. very emotional. Yes. That is what I've heard. I'm a little nervous yep. about going to see it because Issues. I don't do well with certain hmm, aspects dealing with animals. Yeah. yeah that's that's so it's like that's if, if you if you're like if you have an emotional connection to these characters then yeah you're gonna you're, you're gonna have some moments or things might get a little emotional yeah. um you know just because you know it's a, this this motley crew that we've we've got yeah. um yeah. you know has become kind of you know who thought we'd all be like ah it's a talking tree and we'd be all excited um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I've I've had to to warn a few people that I know are like really really like extreme animal lovers and have a really uh-huh. soft spot for animals. 
Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, I don't want to spoil anything. But well, if you're, just, just, if, just you've got a tend, if you've got a tender spot for, for animals and like things like, you know, like the Sarah McLaughlin ASPCA commercials make you a little teary, this is going to, this is going to hurt a little. Yeah. yeah. Up to 11. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah, that, that kind of thing if you're I, an animal I, lover. Yeah. yeah. That kind of thing I do appreciate knowing in advance because I'm like, I would rather be warned than not and then go in and yeah. be like nobody told me because i mean the trailers make it obvious there's something going on with rocket yeah right. at the same time and, and, I mean, we've kind and, of guessed but yeah I, some of the, it, some it of is connected to rocket's backstory and it yes. and it it does explain and fill in a lot of gaps of why rocket is the way he is by the time yes. we meet him in the first movie mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so yeah, he's 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 definitely got a tragic backstory, and it yeah. is it is tough to watch. Yes. So, yes. Um, but I I will say again, without spoiling anything, that the people involved, karma does do its thing. Yes, it does. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I would hope uh-huh. so. Karmic justice is served oh, in yes. some form or fashion for the people uh-huh. involved. <laughs> so, yes. yes. That, that does help. That, that does help. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I know, like, people people get really, when I say, like, I can't stand, like, seeing bad things happen to animals, and they're like, but you grew up on a farm, and bad things happen to animals all the time. And I'm like, yes. But this is different. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, anyway, yeah. I do appreciate being for, forewarned on that, and I will take that into consideration when, like, like I said, we we have been so busy, and it's hard to get away with kids. Yeah, and, and that's like, why ah, that's why we've I, yeah that's why we've started building in a, a buffer with these these yeah. movie releases before we review them. So. Mm-hmm. So sorry, we're not. We don't have our our a review of Guardians right away. But. Yeah, I'm not about to take my children to this one. I'm just. I'm just oh no, no. No, 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 no! My my I would, my. I would wait. I would yeah. wait. Yeah, I I think Alex has probably seen like some of the Spider-Man cartoons, but that's not it. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is this is this is not for the children. <laughs> so. Even if you think they could handle it, I don't think they could handle this. No, uh-uh. no, not if a, not if some of us adults are struggling to handle it. Because so. <laughs> I mean, I even had to lean over to my mom, like, "Sorry, I completely forgot that this was a possibility." <laughs> She's like, "It's okay." I kind she had seen the first Guardians movies. She's like, "I kind of figured," but I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Anyway, sorry, Aaron, we didn't mean to interrupt your no. feedback with a tangent. But... Hey, it's what we do best. Yeah. Yes. No. All right. Well, moving on. And speaking of things that are definitely not for children, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to put a big old content warning right here. Uh, that uh, yes. from here on to the rest of the at the end of this podcast <sighs> episode if you're one of our fans that usually listens while kids are in the car or whatever don't 
Pause this. Put on, you know, Peppa Pig or, or you know, the Coco Melon soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> the remainder of your drive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, and... we do typically try to stay in the PG 13 area. Uh, although, yeah. granted, and it's, it's a light PG 13. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, yeah. I mean, obviously, we've discussed Game of Thrones, but that's uh, it's that's it's a whole other ball of wax. Yeah, um, different can of worms. Yeah. So, uh, but this is technically based on a comic book from Dark Horse and, Comics. Yeah, from Dark Horse Comics, who they have, and they you know, Dark Horse has been responsible for some very good comics yes. out mm-hmm. there uh you know sin city hellboy buffy yep. Uh, yep. some star wars uh uh-huh. so um you know as as the uh mcu continues um we are going to eventually dive into the not so pg-13 because obviously we're going you know the next deadpool right. is going to be solidly in the mcu and deadpool is obviously rated r mm-hmm. um my guess is <sighs> i don't know what how they're going to handle blade because yeah blade really could and probably should be rated r the yeah. Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. ones were yeah. Yes. So the Mahershala Ali, you know, because yeah, because we've got Deadpool who's rated R. That I could see some of you know characters like Blade, you know, as exciting as they are to to be getting them properly in the MCU, Blade probably should be rated R. Um, mm-hmm. so. You know, it's it's just one of those things that you know some of the some of those comic book characters are not as family friendly. Uh, you know, they which, are, which makes me laugh when you've got some of these pearl clutching commentators. You're like, comic books are for children, and any adult who reads comic books is an immature blah blah blah, blah whatever. And I'm like, clearly. <laughs> Clearly, you have not read that many comic books, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, this is definitely rated R. Uh, at least Possibly. it was when it, when yeah. it was released. I'm sure it was rated R, but uh, as Holly yeah, it, and I, it was. Yeah, as as Holly and I uh, discovered from our our. Our library acquisitions yeah. that uh there's an unrated version oh yeah oh my <laughs> which gosh. i don't know <laughs> yeah. so what's well, really fun okay so wait, this is this is our this is our uh our, our oscar competition punishment film yes this yes. is, this is we, the, we did the, not the... choose to do this thank no. you nick yeah this so nick, for us. nick being the captain of the other team he decided and also he won their team competition but he's also the team captain so he was the one that got to bestow our our prize slash punishment <laughs> on us because it's a tie it was a tie so you can look at it yeah. either way you want to be glass half full glass half empty right um in this case Apparently it's a lot of broken glass, glass. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got assigned the oh so charming <laughs> Pamela Anderson comic book adaptation Barb Liar. Mm-hmm. Which, which I don't know about you, Holly, but for me, you know, I because it's not streaming anywhere unless you pay for it, you rent it, and then you right. can get it from like iTunes or mm-hmm. Amazon yeah. or whatever. Right. So, but I always try to go through my library first. Uh-huh. And in the state of Indiana, most of the libraries in the entire state use a system called evergreen and that allows you to search the catalog of all of the libraries that use that system Um, and that's how you do the interlibrary loans so you can type in whatever book or movie or whatever it is you're looking for and if it's in the system it'll tell you where you know how many copies are available uh, you know, the specific copy, because like, you know, in some cases, you know, it's a DVD versus the Blu-ray or mm-hmm. the like, or it's like, this is the first, D- you know, this DVD that was mm-hmm. released in this year. And then there's like an anniversary release that's a new, slightly newer. Uh, yeah. So, but it tells you how many are in, how many are available of that type, what system, you know, what, where they're going to come from. Um and if there are already any holds ahead of you, so you might be waiting a little. So I log into Evergreen with my library information. I type in barbed wire. And according, yeah, according to Evergreen, in the entire system, at least of the libraries in the state of Indiana, which is a good chunk of libraries. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. oh, pretty much one for each county, uh, at least. There is one copy in the entire state, and I currently have it. <laughs> you were you were lucky. I searched the two library systems, and and Utah's libraries aren't connected like Indiana's because we've got a we've got the northern state is populated fairly well. There's some towns in the southern part of the state, central is all rural there's nothing mm-hmm. so there would be uh-huh. no way to do something like that and here. i had to i had to purchase my copy because my library system did not have a copy of barbara <laughs> yeah yeah the two the two like, and i'm I renting have, i have access <laughs> yeah. to um they're, and they're like well the one i work for is like the biggest one in the state the other one is uh, salt lake city library which is pretty substantial and I'd have thought the city would have had it. No, they did not. So I, I ended up renting it off of, off of iTunes. Yeah. I'm like, well, I guess for the, I guess that's how much it would have been at the video store back in the day. But yeah, uh-huh. I feel, I feel icky having to have bought this. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I, I even if it's for YouTube, even if it's I mean, temporary. I don't, I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if it's temporary, I do not own it. I did not. I do not own it. Thanks. They paid to rent it. Mm-hmm. They paid their two ninety nine or three ninety nine or whatever the going rates. <laughs> I think is. it was three ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just whatever. I guess the basic. So anyway, barbed wire. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this. Thing. I, it mm-hmm. could have been an interesting story. Uh, like I, I understand the premise. I even kind of like the premise a little bit. 
the mm-hmm. execution not so good is, is dog crap <laughs> actually I, you know what i can i can swear because now we, we've given the r rate it is dog shit yeah <laughs> absolutely dog shit yeah. <laughs> which i suppose is the point but uh i mean i i could see where where this would be a popular um popular choice with certain people who um like like tna yeah yeah especially There's that a, opening sequence i i will have the credits I, are rolling yeah and, yeah i will I'll have, I'll have linked in the show notes they're they're old or at least one of them is the the, the youtube video is like five or six years old but it's nostalgia critics uh, oh, review of it yeah I, I, and, yeah I looked up the review after I watched yeah this, and, and I'm like and like he, one of his early ones yeah like, and and he was all like years. yeah he was like boobs yeah yeah and the thing is and you know everybody who says this is absolutely right is this is Casablanca uh-huh and Mad Max yeah. had had a child that went into porn. Uh-huh. Kind of. The thing is, is other yeah, the thing is, is though, other than the opening sequence, and when we first go to Barb's club. Right. I mean, yeah, there's the scene of her getting undressed behind the screen, and then there's her in the mm-hmm. bubble bath which the whole bubble bath thing was only added because Pamela Anderson wanted a specific type of bathtub that she wanted to play in, essentially. And then they couldn't even get that type of bathtub uh, that she wanted. So she's actually using a giant fish tank. Uh, That's why it's clear on the sides. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm sorry. But it's like, yeah, but there's not, I mean, there's not any sex. No, but it's very sexualized. It is. It is very sexualized. There's a lot of leather, um, or pleather, because Pamela Anderson Uh is a is a is a long time, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, vegetarian. So I'm sure it was pleather, uh, which is actually even more uncomfortable. it doesn't at least in my well, experience leather, yeah leather doesn't breathe either but pleather's even worse. Um, yeah but yeah it's like they were definitely going for a certain look and and, and yeah so i'm like i i, I mean i kind of dig the idea of like you know this this former stripper is a bounty hunter she has a bar and i'm like i could i could see that kind of that that sort of premise being interesting if you had an actress who could actually act yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like you're supposed to be you're supposed to be the title character and clearly i i know i know why you're i know why you're here i'm not a right i know why yeah. you are here yeah <laughs> and, and the thing is is pamela anderson knows that too though she's been oh, yeah. uh, very very aware of what the career that she's had is really because of her two best friends um yeah she that i saw a a quote from her somewhere and she's like you know i'm I'm paraphrasing because i can't remember exactly what it was but she's like 
She's like, I know that my career has mostly been because of my boobs and I've just been along for the ride. (laughs) So pretty much, but I guess, I guess if you can make a career out of that and make good money, sure. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm this not, was, I'm, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting that we're doing this right on the, the heels of us talking about Iron Man and how that changed yeah. the trajectory of really not just Marvel, but comic book adaptations. Uh-huh. Because this is solidly mid nineties. This is 1996. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and the, yeah comic book adaptations were very hit and miss uh-huh yes they, they were people were trying them there were i mean they weren't connected or anything like they are now mostly it was mm-hmm. just hey here's this you know here's this ip and let's just make a movie out of it and see where it goes and mm-hmm. maybe we make money maybe we don't it was, it was maybe very, we saw some very, action figures yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and they were also very much, you know, action movies because this was also the tail end of, you know, the action movie. Um, yeah, you're. Trend, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, where we had like Bruce Willis and Schwarzenegger and yeah, John Claude and Van Damme and exactly all all, the, all, all those Van guys, all, those guys, all the, yeah. the beefcake. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So so that so that this was kind of. You know, if you, you know, there was sort of a Venn diagram going on here. It's like, yeah, we're still doing some action movies. Now we're getting into comic book stuff too. And this is definitely a comic book thing. And, and like I said, like the, the idea isn't bad. How they. Oh, yeah. Cause I mean, terrible. yeah. Cause I mean, even, I mean, obviously, you know, we're going to get some attempts at female led. Yeah, we're gonna get Electra with mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner. We're gonna get the Catwoman with Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they attempted Supergirl. Yeah, uh, that, that didn't go over too well. Uh, so, but we didn't really have a lot of female lead comic book, even with all the crap that we were getting. You know, occasionally we get a yeah. female character in with the guy. But right. that was kind of it. Yeah. So this was at, this was at least attempt of getting a real badass female mm-hmm. character out there. It's just the yeah, you're right. The I, I mean the premise is great. You know this all uh-huh. it's not it's an alternate his uh, alternate future, although it's set in 2017. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Those, those kinds of things are just always hilarious. Like in the, yeah. in the distant, distant future of 2017, it's like, that's the year my son was born. He's yeah. five now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's but, supposed uh, yeah. to be, yeah, alternate dystopian-ish Earth. There's been a second civil war and yeah the country's yeah the country's been yeah. completely decimated and uh yeah there's only one free city in the entire country um and uh this is where barb is is trying uh, trying to make a living to support herself and her brother who was harmed and in the fight they both been in the front lines uh, but her brother Charlie ended up getting injured and losing his sight. 
Um, so she's she's reached the point where she's she's just trying to be Switzerland, yeah, neutral with much. everything and not take sides. You know, if you're if you want to come into my bar, as long as you pay your bar tab and don't start any shit, she's fine with you. She doesn't care yep. if you're, you're good. part of the government uh or the un or the resistance or whatever it's like you know as long as you as long as you pay for your drinks you're fine <laughs> or so. as long as you pay for the completion of a mission that you that you send her on Otherwise, yeah you're going to be out the money and out your nice looking vehicle <laughs> yeah <much>. yeah <laughs> although hold on tangent sorry because <laughs> no, when, when you put it when you put it like that i just realized so there so there is an anime that is very popular right now it's called spy family and that i don't want to get bogged down in the details because it's not pertinent to the, to the situation but in the family they're they're posing as as a family the mom uh she actually moonlights as an assassin and she got into that because she like like her and her brother were orphaned during the last war and she had to take care of her brother. It was kind of ridiculous, but that's another thing. And she became an assassin and a very super strong assassin as well. Um, you know, she doesn't know her own strength, but she's also a very interesting character in her own right because she's also very socially awkward because she was too busy being the assassin and taking care of her of her brother when they were growing up because she never really learned how to be, you know, how to interact with people. Mm-hmm. So and it, so it's very funny. So I'm like that. See that premise, it has worked. It is working in a different show. It just so it's like it's it. So I mean, there's this whole thing about some executive back in the day who said, "Oh, female-led superhero movies don't make money." It's like, no, crappy comic book movies don't make money because there were mm-hmm. plenty back then led by men that were flopping. I'm looking at you, Daredevil. Although that mm-hmm. was more like early 2000s, but still it's it's like it's 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 crappy movies with crappy writing and crappy acting that don't make money mm-hmm. and i think and and this is this is a very good example of that so it's like so so it's not like you know oh the the girls were getting were getting the really the 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 bad scripts or the bad directors or whatever and maybe there's some truth to that but at the same time it's like well they were also they were spreading it around to the to the the the, the male led ones too to an extent mm-hmm. so i'm just saying it can yeah. be done you just got to get people who actually know what the crap they're doing yeah anyway yeah sorry, like tangent. like hi, like hire your director the only experience he'd had before was being a second unit director on batman forever oh <laughs> gosh and directing oh, a dave matthews band music video oh the, that was that was well, what he had on well, his director's resume before this i guess i guess if your budget is really is really if you don't have a big budget and most of your budget is going to pay for pay pamela anderson's boobs because i'm sure they got their own paychecks yeah <laughs> then maybe you just have to get a cheap director wherever you can get it i guess so i mean the budget on this for an action movie even in mid 90s money seems kind of small it only had a budget of nine million dollars oh yeah that's 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 definitely tiny (laughs) 
that's pocket change when you're talking about comic book movies now, for sure. Yeah. It's like, oh, here, let's dig something out of the couch cushions. Here, make a movie with this. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, you know, you want to talk about, you know, Batman Forever that came out the, the year before. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, let's see here. I don't know what its budget was. I'm sure it was a lot more. Uh, I'll find it. Um, and it, and you know, not you would, you would think even so, it's such a low budget. Um, uh, nine million dollars that may, yeah, even as much as it was panned, that maybe mm -hmm. it wasn't a complete disaster, and it made like under four uh so but yeah batman forever which came out the year before its budget was 100 million so uh yeah. <laughs> so yeah and that, quite one, a, that one quite a difference yeah and that one even isn't very highly regarded although i think people tend to like it more than batman and robin but yeah because i mean you, you hire jim carrey as the riddler right yeah that's true mm -hmm. you're and asking for like the yeah you're asking for chaos probably you know in the best way um mm -hmm. so but yeah um but uh yeah this a nine million dollar budget and it made less than 3.8 million so and that's domestically so mm -hmm. which i don't think it, i don't i don't even think it got an international release to be honest with you um, i would imagine not yeah yeah so and, and there's a there was a whole lot of controversy even leading up to making the movie because pam had bowed out of something else um mm. and then they tried to sue her for breach contract and blah blah blah, blah. um <sighs> follow the drama yeah <laughs> exactly exactly um and then there was supposed to be a video game released. <laughs> Never oh, happened. Yeah, back when interesting. Yeah. Back when they did like video games based off every movie Science, that came out. Yeah. 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 It, it was basically like a reskin of it was like a, it was always like some fighting or platformer game and it was just here, make it look like this character, but just use this the same uh video game code or mm -hmm. whatever base yeah whatever the whatever they call it yeah. well just reskin yeah <laughs> yeah just reskin it it's fine yeah. easy money make sure it's you know although you know a video game based on this probably would have been fun nobody's talking could be could be good a good fighting game yeah yeah for sure. that that is uh that was a possibility but it never happened so <laughs> doesn't matter not really no so, yeah this is just and if anybody's interested in wants to read the source material speaking of libraries uh if you get access to hoopla via your library they do have um the, the comics uh available yeah. so yeah it also depends on what your um 
on what collection your library is subscribed to. Yeah. So so do double check that. But yeah, if, if you have Hoopla, you you might have access to that. So so check that out. Plug for libraries. Woop woop. Yep. So I, I, I kind of I'm, like I'm for some reason really curious about the second Civil War. So like I was like maybe the comics would dive more into that because I'm like what, what I know happened? it's like they say there was a second Civil War and it's like what a, about what it's like I want to yeah like, he was no details mm -hmm. and I'm like there was a war and now everything sucks like well I think you I think you overshot your setting by like twenty years yeah. Yeah, that's a, and the, the, like the few times that they touch upon it, they don't give us anything. Like this whole thing with Barb and Axel, who right. you know, hilarious seeing Tamara Morrison, uh, right, <laughs> with hair. Yeah. Um I mean, I had a double take so many times. Like, is that Mando? Django? <laughs> Boba? Yeah. yeah. Boba, yeah, is <laughs> Boba, Boba yeah, and Django, yeah, he is Boba Fett, which um, he would play Django Fett not much longer after. Yeah, mm -hmm. not much longer after this this movie. Yeah, like yep. six years later. Yes, I think so. Attack of the Clones was that two thousand one or two thousand two? Two thousand I don't remember. Two, I think. I don't remember. If I remember. If I remember right. Yeah, something like that. Anyway. Yep, 2002. So yeah, so... Attack of the Clones. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not... Uh, yeah, you got some... You know, you got some very obvious, like, character actors, you know, people that, mm -hmm. like, if you watch enough, like, probably B and C tier stuff, you'd probably see their face quite often. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because they they're just that 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 person with that face and the, and can do you know different personalities so they make good you know characters without necessarily having to be you know lead lead actors. Um, but yeah, we get this we have a little bit of the this history of Barb and Axel were in a relationship. Presumably, they met during their work were you know being part of the war mm -hmm. and something happened and they got separated and uh they're needing to evacuate because we see this in a flashback and you know barb is like no he said he was going to be here you know we have to wait and you know the other people are like no you gotta get here or you're gonna die blah blah you know, it's her and her brother mm -hmm. um and you know, Axel never shows up, and then she never sees him again for like three years until, much like in the movie that most people compare this to, much like Casablanca, he shows up. You know, <laughs> of all the gin joints in all the world, yep. uh, mm -hmm. he has to show up at hers. Um, and honestly, I don't think people would have made the connection because, see, I didn't know anything about this movie until I watched it. Nothing. Mm. And I never knew that it had been compared to Casablanca, nothing. But I have seen Casablanca. And I'm watching this, I'm like, she owns a, she's in a bar. They're in a bar. They were in a war. They, they were lovers. And now she's married to this yeah. scientist lady. Holy crap, it's Casablanca. And the bad guys, the bad guys kind of look like, uh, uh, you know, uh, store brand Nazis. 
pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a dystopian future cribbing off of, you know, cyberpunk sort of things. Of course, there's a fascist dictatorship. Mm-hmm. I mean, and to the point that at the end, they say goodbye as they're getting on a plane. Mm-hmm. Just, I was, I was, I was so prepared for them to, to do the line, you know, you, you know, do you know how maybe to not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon and for the rest of your life. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm sorry, Humphrey. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there are mentions of Paris. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> so and, and it's like, okay, you know, because at first I thought, well, you know, maybe they're just using some of the tropes because because you know this the, the tropes are interesting and you could reuse them and but not necessarily be be referencing Casablanca or something. But then they just keep coming. The tropes just keep coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I think that was the part that really annoyed me. It's like, here is this awful, terrible movie with Pamela Anderson that is just about, you know, showing off her boobs and butt. And they're they're retelling Casablanca, one of the, you know, greatest masterpieces of cinema ever. Ugh, I think that's Best the- Picture winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the part that really just was like, nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And and they never watch this with an open mind, but no. Yeah. And yeah. And like she immediately, you know, after seeing Axel for the first time, she hits him, which that is that seems hilarious because her brother's right there, and Mm -hmm. even though he's blind, he's already been talking to Axel, and then you know he realizes his sister spotted him, and he's like three, two, one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I know the I know the footsteps. I can sense the body language. He's going yeah, down. <laughs> yeah, feel yeah, the go. tension in the air. Uh-huh. Uh, but like she, like you know, essentially is like you know, get the hell out of here. I don't want to see you. And then when she sees him again, she after she gets out of the bathtub, she's kissing all over him, and it's like that was that was icky. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like well, we, we never get like... we never get the explanation of why he never showed up because yeah. he he st- he starts to when they're arguing mm-hmm. when she sees him for the first time and mm-hmm. he's a, like you know there's a lot you don't know and you know this isn't the be- you know there's there's reasons that that things happen the way they did but this isn't it's the time and place circumstances yeah he's <laughs> like this isn't the time and place to explain that I'm like well explain it at some point because obviously. She's pissed you off at just, you for not showing up uh-huh. and then disappearing for three and, years yeah. Yeah. for you a reason. Just, uh-huh. You don't just bring that up and then never pay it off. Like, exactly. 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 Like, and we just forgot about that. Bye. Right, right. This movie is only 98 minutes long. You could have yeah. You yeah. had you had some, you could have put a little more, you could have shortened that opening. Yeah. yeah, you know. The, oh, yeah. The, the scene. Run, the yeah. run time, the short run time, is one of its more redeeming qualities. Well, yes. yes. <laughs> I mean th- that that the discussion now for time and place. Basically, that's the smoking gun that never got shown, mm-hmm. never got used. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's yeah, a Chekhov's gun Chekhov's that never, gun. never, go, never yeah. paid off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're all just like, what? Huh? You brought it up. Why? Why even bring it up if you're not gonna? Exactly. Do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Or 
You could have just said, it's complicated. Boom. <laughs> don't even go. Right, like, he could have been, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, not that they would have had time, but maybe he could have been, like, I wrote you this letter ages ago and just couldn't bring myself to send it to send you. It. And yeah. He, he could have yeah. given it to her as he was getting on the plane. Yeah. 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 And then the end of the movie is the voiceover of him reading it to her while mm-hmm. she's reading it. And mm-hmm. that would have been fine something because oh, it's like the the the, the you know the, the mad fascist government that we don't need a whole lot of explanation for that fascism is fascism mm-hmm. <laughs> so. yeah i mean i mean you you put you put a nazi analog in a movie we're, we're gonna get it we, we know what yeah this is. yeah yeah we, we we've discussed fascism and communism enough thanks to billy joel we got the gist yes um, <laughs> so, yeah there's more for that came from too yeah uh, it, it, it's a it's a cheap shorthand but it is a shorthand and and we get it yes yeah yeah, but yeah. anyway um you know and some of the like the because the in the comics from what i understand the we see a little bit of their technology like they have the retina scanning and and stuff like that and obviously you know barb's got some kind of cool some of it's a little old school tech but she's also got some kind of cool more advanced tech Mm -hmm. to help her do her her moonlighting gigs Mm -hmm. but in the comics i guess like technology is really really advanced um and uh so there's and there's people that are actually like superhuman um so but i'm sure with the budget with nine million dollars there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. as far as showing off advanced tech so it's like we got the retina scanners and we got like the torture device yeah, yeah. um and that's 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 kind of about it yeah um, so it's like you know that that could have been interesting too to have i mean you know obviously with with time and a bigger budget you're able to do more advanced things you know i'm thinking of like minority report or even blade runner Mm -hmm. um you know where you could have the dystopian but more advanced tech uh yeah but this didn't have blade runner's budget (laughs) unfortunately so it's like yeah, it's 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 Casablanca and Mad Max and Blade Runner had a baby and then was given like a five dollar allowance. Um yeah. So. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean there there are things you can do with a very limited budget to at least make it look like you tried more than you actually did, but yeah, I mean even after you know 1996, other than when she uh releases the thing holding the forklift that mm-hmm. the the main nazi guy is on after their hand-to-hand combat up up being held up in the up in the air when yeah. she first releases that and he starts to fall the special effect mm-hmm. is very obvious but other than yeah. that, most of the other special effects hold up pretty well, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, some of the explosions and, and stuff. So, 
um you know for what they did with the budget they had with some of that stuff i think they did a pretty good job and it still looks pretty good um so but yeah they could have just i mean to me a nine million dollar budget just just that yeah i don't know what the history is as far as like the production Mm -hmm. uh behind it but it to me that just says we don't have a whole lot of faith in this so we're not gonna give it a whole lot of money that yeah it's like where did all the money go (laughs) yeah they're they're just like we just need something to fill a a theater date a release date slot so uh here you go (laughs) i guess so even with Pam doing some of her own stunts, you know, which in those yeah. high heels and corsets, not easy. <laughs> no, that is true. So I, I but, do I do give her credit for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Barb is definitely pretty badass. I mean, mm-hmm. she's you know, she's uh, adept at you know, hand-to-hand combat, um, you know, she's, uh, you know, really, you know, she knows how to handle her, her motorcycle, um, you know, really well, and, you know, obviously with tech, she's quite, quite good, you know, because we see her with the, the whole, you know, blowing the wall and everything, which was really cool, um, so it's like, yeah, she's she's pretty badass. I mean, she doesn't she's not a superhuman. Mm-hmm. You know, she's very she's very black widow-esque, you know. Yeah. So cut from a very similar cloth as yeah. Natasha Romanoff. Um just where, not, yeah, without she, being not being a spy, you're sort of a you know mercenary bounty hunter kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, works great. Yeah. Um so, but it's just it's i mean from what i know now pam is a better actress when uh, when you get her in the right vehicle she's mm-hmm. actually pretty good cuz i know she i think it was last year she did a stint on broadway playing roxy in chicago huh okay so and from what i yeah so and from what i've seen the the clip she's actually pretty good so it's just i don't know if she just needed time to figure out what kind of actress she is or or better direction or just the type of thing that she's in yeah so it's better suited to her strengths so uh because i mean if you want someone with sex appeal she's definitely your person yeah. for it uh you know you want someone to to blow up something and look really good while walking away from an explosion she's your person uh mm-hmm. <laughs> but like some of her voiceovers and sometimes the way she talks yeah it's just like she it almost sounds like she's trying to be like like i you know i don't really give a crap i'm just gonna i'm just trying mm-hmm. to live my life and do things my way but she yell- mm-hmm. sometimes she just sounds kind of bored yeah and that doesn't really work for this i mean i don't know if she was like trying to be 
you know, sexy or whatever, but some of those lines are just kind of like, no, I don't know. You're kind of phoning it in, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if this was like her first acting gig or, or you know, first major one or something like that. But uh, yeah, it could have come could have come down to direction or yeah, just they didn't have time to do another take. It's the budget. That's funny to keep going, but yeah, who knows? Because this was '96, and um, let's see here. She did Home Improvement off and on Mm -hmm. from '91 to '97. Baywatch was from '92 to '97. So this was towards the end of both Baywatch and Home Improvement. Um, but she had done uh, some TV and uh, mostly TV, but yeah, some some movies. Um, she was in an Aerosmith <laughs> music video, <laughs> a made-for-TV movie. Um, yeah. So yeah, she she'd already done some stuff before doing this, but yeah, I think it was really just more she needed to find the right the right thing, the right thing for her. So I think. But yep. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, it's 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 a thing that happened. It's a thing that we've now watched, and mm-hmm. um, I hope we outright win win next year. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. considering we've added a couple more options to our list. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> oh my! So yeah, for for um. I mean, obviously, I can't. Everyone's got their their own opinions and and tastes mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, after watching this, if I hear anyone complain about superhero fatigue, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna point this out and yeah. like be glad that we're getting quality. Yes. Even if quantity. it's still a large quantity, quantity. the quality. Yeah. Is still way better than what we were getting. Than what we were getting, like what ninety six. So that would have been what almost thirty years ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) scary. Okay, so this this is funny though. I I will say this. So so uh, Barb Wire was nominated several times for like. The Golden Raspberry Award. I guess it's probably the mm-hmm. Razzies now. Yeah. And my favorite one that it was nominated for was Worst Screen Couple Shared with Her, quote, Impressive Enhancement. <laughs> <laughs> she was nominated, did not win, was nominated. No, she did. She won for Worst New Star. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just, you know, going down her Wikipedia page and that one, that made me laugh. So I'm like, okay. For that joke, I guess it was worth it. Yeah. 
I don't know why that made me laugh. Yeah, it's it's, anyway. the, it's the it's the worst picture equivalent of uh really the the Academy Awards. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, the, the Razzies. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it is the Razzies or. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. We Razzies. just we we yeah we call them the they just shorten it to the Razzies. Just like nobody really calls it the Academy Awards; they're the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. No. But well, it was uh, it's, it was Golden Raspberry. I didn't realize they were Golden Raspberry. I yeah, the Razzies. Anyway, yeah. So you want to you want to know what did win for worst picture that year? What striptease. <laughs> Oh jeez, Demi Moore. <laughs> With Demi Moore, yeah. Oh my god, it was it. The nominees were yeah, Strictees, Barbed Wire, Ed, uh, which is a baseball comedy about a chimpanzee. Oh, uh, it's baseball. The Island of Doctor Moreau. Oh, I remember that one. That was with uh, Marlon Brando. Uh, Marlon Brando, Brando and Val Kilmer. Yeah. yeah and the <laughs> stupid yeah which is a tom yeah. arnold <laughs> oh my gosh if, if you ever want the most hilarious take on the trouble production of of the island of dr moreau look up the critical drinker development hell island of dr moreau holy cow that video is so <laughs> hilarious because it's just that was a treat anyway so there's that all right anybody else have anything they want to say i i'm i'm tapped out but yeah even roger ebert was nicer than we than we've been oh roger bless his heart is it he he did he pointed out the 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 plot is pretty much identical to that of casablanca um but he praised the cast and crew's approach to the material he said the filmmakers must have known they were not making a good movie but they didn't use that as an excuse to be boring and lazy barbed wire has a high energy level and a sense of deranged fun oh roger ebert you are so much nicer than you yeah rest rest your soul my rest your soul good sir yeah anyway well if anybody else has a dying need to chime in about this movie or anything else we've discussed on this podcast what's the over under that aaron has seen this uh i don't know aaron let us know if you've seen this before now or yeah you know uh so let us know what your thoughts are or any other feedback you want to send. Our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is thefiveishfangirls.com and find links to our social media, uh, places you can leave comments and and check out what else we've been up to. Uh, if, we, if we get comments, we treat those as feedback as well. You can also help support the podcast through our Patreon and our merchandise shop. And uh, also download our podcast wherever fine podcasts are sold, except we're free, so don't mm-hmm. worry about that. Um, but yeah, so there's that. There's that. And thank you for listening. Hope this was entertaining for you because that movie was painful for the rest of us. And um, but you know we aim to please, and I don't want to say we lost a bet, we tied a bet. 
yes. and we had to we had to pay up our punishment. So there we did. We're 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 good now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And hopefully next year we win outright because I yeah we do, we have we have some doozies on our list now. Mm-hmm. So yes, we do. Not not saying a word. Nope. They are. Find out. All right, well, with that, we shall sign off for this week. This is Brittany W. saying goodnight. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Don't call me babe. Thank you for listening to the Five-ish Fangirls. Please visit thefiveishfangirls.com for details on how to further support the show along with information on our nonprofit Fangirls Give Back. We love our Five-ish fam and appreciate all of your feedback, shares, and encouragement. Remember to keep letting your geek flag fly. Mm-hmm.